0: Now listening to the best podcast in the world, The Awakened Soul, hosted by my daddy.
1: Bad mood when the podcast starts off with that. Like, you got to hear my baby girl, you got to hear some good old fashioned cameo. I want to know who's now not in a good mood because if you're not in a good mood, just stop the podcast, come back a little bit later. You got some deep stuff going on. It's your boy CEO Hayes. This is episode 69 of The Awakened Soul. Health's back on point. I'm feeling back right. I'm back to myself. I, I know this episode's a little bit late. This it's not it's turning into a thing, but it's not really gonna be a thing. Uh we have Sydney from Good Girls Behaving Badly podcast on this episode in the main event spot where we just have a conversation. It's just a good old-fashioned conversation. We also have Shanice with her unpopular opinion, Scoop Grady with the petty news, the dream team. Listen, we do some great work over here at The Awakened Soul, and I know. I've been called cocky. I embrace it. You know, maybe I am a little cocky, but we do great work and I couldn't do it without the team that I've built around me, um, with the awakened soul and just how what they add to the podcast, how we keep it fresh. Big things coming. Big things are coming from the breaks media in general and all our podcasts. We, we, we have some acquisitions that are going to be debuting soon. Um, it's just good. You know, I really. You know, and when I was under the weather, I sat back and I was just thinking about everything in the last year and, and whew, year and three months. What we what has been built since the Awakened Souls started and uh, what me, Johnny and Ralph are doing with the Breaks Media, uh, the Breaks Radio, just everything like I have a, a radio show that plays on Fridays like this. Just, just let that sink in. All started from the podcast. No history in radio whatsoever. Nonetheless, okay, enough mm-hmm. wax and poetic mm-hmm. about that. Um, we have to get into the show proper. I already told you guys what's going to be into the show. Uh, we got, we got. I'll, I'll let you guys hear it. I'll let you guys hear it before we get into the minor haze, but in the minor haze this week, I'm going to be talking about, you know, goings on around the world and news and no politics this week. I'm actually saving that. Uh, me and DeAndre Bella, we have some, we promised you guys we'd be doing an a episode on White right Privilege. I need to get with him so we can actually schedule that. Rumor is Billy Ray Valentine wants in on it as well, so I need to get that scheduled um while I'm back feeling right so uh yeah yeah this is this is just gonna be a fun show I'm I'm back to my usual self so uh it's gonna be quite an experience so we're gonna get into some music on the other side of that we'll get into my dark twisted and crazy ass mind before we get into the unpopular opinion I will see you beautiful people over there time to get into the crazy place that is CEO Hayes's mind and the first thing you guys all know I'm the music guy uh, I have a whole podcast based around hip-hop so when Lil Wayne Logic Kendrick Lamar dropped an LP that no one I mean a, a EP that no one's talking about Kevin Gates Reason dropped a new uh, album all drop music I'm sitting here my head spinning I'm sitting there going like Listening to all this over the last few days and what I will say, I'm, I'm going to save like a full review for it for the Breaks Radio. So definitely check it out if you want my in-depth thoughts about a lot of this music that came out um this past week. But the Carter five, I thoroughly enjoy. I enjoy I, I, the high points of the Carter five. I enjoy a lot. Logic's album. I enjoy more of it than I do not. But in uh, Kendrick Lamar's EP, which is uh, oh man, what's the name of that EP? I'm, it's, it, I'm losing my train of thought here for a second. It is called by the power invested in me by the good old fashioned internet. It's Bad Kill, Bad Kid, Chill City is the name of the EP. I suggest anyone who's a Kendrick fan. Check it out. Um, a lot of this is unreleased music from the time where he recorded Good Kid Mad City, so it catches a lot of that vibe, it's a lot of that era. Kendrick Lamar. Um, so I definitely suggest check it out if you haven't already. Um, I you know I'm the Kendrick fan, so I'm always gonna promote Kendrick. But as far as outside of Kendrick, like what was my favorite release this weekend? Um, I don't know. I, I'm I'm still undecided. Like the Kevin Gates. I really do enjoy. Um, but there's something, there's something in the logic album for me. Um, like I said, the I enjoy more of it than I don't, he pulls some of his tricks out, but, uh, I really enjoy the logic album and, and then the Carter five, like the highs of the Carter five, just transporting me back. And I know a lot of that was, re- was recorded years and years ago. Uh, Mona Lisa, that track was actually recorded in 2014. So that Kendrick verses from there, but I I'm really enjoying the music that came out over the past, um, week or so. So check it out. You guys all know I, I, I love music. If you have not checked out any of these, what are you doing? Go, go, go do yourself a favor. Check out some music. Even if, even if you don't like it all, um, it, it opens the door to conversation. So definitely check some, some of it out. But next, what Kanye. So Kanye was supposed to rele- release Yandi. This past Saturday has actually been pushed back, I think, according to this, towards It's a Black Friday now, um, but he was on SNL, had a rant after SNL aired, uh, and I don't I don't think it aired as part of the viewing. I'm not going to play it here because I'm just my, my thoughts on Kanye are let. Wh- why is anyone surprised anymore? And I, and I believe it was on Friday where he had the MAGA hat and the Kalen Kaepernick sweater or shirt on or whatever it was. And people were going all crazy. Why? Why are you going on crazy for it? Listen, this is Kanye. He's he was promoting an album. Are you surprised really by anything that he does? Are you are you why? Like why are we still letting it elicit a response out of us th- this many months later? You know the guy supports Trump. He's not people. Okay, let's let's start right there. If you guys don't understand the fact that he supports Trump and it's not going away. For everyone who's sitting there waiting for him to like wake up and all of a sudden not support you. It's not happening, people. So stop waiting for something that's not going to happen. The man has clearly set his political leanings and and has made that very public. He's a, he's a Trump supporter. Okay. Why why is it that it it's it's causing so many people so much that a celebrity, a celebrity which really shouldn't affect your life very much is is deciding to support someone you do not. I'm fully, I understand when people want to speak out against Trump, I support that 100%. But when you focus so much on why someone else supports Trump and don't just speak out on why you don't support him, bring to light why you don't like Trump, what you don't agree with out of his politics, whatever it is, Focus on that. Let's stop focusing on Kanye. Like, let Kanye be Kanye. Let him push his rhetoric. Let him push what he wants, what his agenda is, whatever that is. Because guess what? Unfortunately, as much as we may not agree with it, that's his right to do. It's his right to support Trump if he chooses to. Um. So, like, it's it's not it's not affecting my life very much. Um. We could we could move on. I mean, we can have that discussion. We can talk about a Tom Blue in the face, but there's there's nothing that I can say that any of us can say that's going to change Kanye's mind. And this whole sunken place thing. What, regardless, I'm not going to argue about if he's in the sunken place or not. Because guess what? I really, I I just don't care. I have enough going on, um, and enough uh, many people who I'm having conversations with that hopefully we can get some change going with the next election. Hopefully we can enlighten some people. Kanye isn't that. Like, he, it's not. He, you're not going to get through to him. You think uh, Pusha T, one of the people who is his right hand, Swiss Beats, who has been in the studio and has talked about what the conversations he said with Kanye West, you think they can't change Kanye's mind? But yet you sitting here going on a tirade on Twitter, on Facebook, on your IG Live is going to somehow change Kanye specific mind, like that. That's. I'm not saying let's not focus on change. Let's, I'm not saying let's not focus on spreading knowledge. I'm not saying let's not make sure that people are aware of the things that are going on politically. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying when you focus that in on one person and one person's actions, why? Why? Let's 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 stop. Uh, the thing. The thing with with Kanye is, and 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 again, I I I don't feel like this because you know it doesn't affect me but if you feel like you lost one with Kanye West then you lost one stop focusing on the one and try to try to enlighten more how about that and the thing is and I, I want to read one specific tweet with this whole Kanye madness and this this is going to go in uh, to, to how I kind of end the mind hey segment and this is you know why Kanye so dangerous Countless impressionable kids who idolize him are going to eat up every single word he spews. They're going to go down the conservative rabbit hole and start to believe the bullshit from Candace Owens. Then they'll be full blown conservatives. And here's what I have to say to this. Candace Owens, I believe, is a YouTuber. Kanye West is a celebrity. If a celebrity and a YouTuber have more influence over your child's life than what you do, then you failed as a fucking parent. You're sitting here on Twitter. You're sitting here complaining about a celebrity impressing upon your child. But yet you're the person raising that child. And we've had this whole conversation about idol worship of celebrities and what that all means. But the thing is, is that at the end of the day, you should be molding. You should be able to mold your child more than any form of media, any celebrity, anything, anything. Tell, tell your kid to stop fucking looking down at the phone and YouTubing and watching Minecraft videos and Candace Owens or whatever and teach your goddamn child. How about you do that? How about you stop worrying about the bullshit that comes out of celebrities mouths and letting that inform your child? You should already be giving them the tools to where if they see some crazy shit from Kanye, if they see some stuff that you interpret as crazy from Hayes on Twitter. You've already equipped them with the tools to be prepared and to be fully functioning people and to have their own mind, their own mindset, to look into stuff further, to make their own decisions. How about you empower your children that way and stop worrying about the influence that somebody who is never probably going to meet your child has on your children? You're worried about the wrong thing in that sense. Get your fucking life together as a parent. How about you do that? That's my opinion on the matter. I have nothing else to say on it. This has been the In the Mind of Hey segment this week. Sorry about getting so animated towards the end of it. We're gonna go ahead and transition off and get into the intro music for Shanice's unpopular opinion. You already know. You'll catch me after the unpopular opinion. I'll see you guys there.
2: Hey, hey, hey. So I wanted to talk a little bit about something that CJ talked about in the last episode. Um He got more into the logistics and, you know, the reactions and overall just story um of the situation. But I wanted to take a different route. So I am going to discuss the Bill Cosby sentencing um about, you know, the rape allegations and all those things. But instead of discussing the reactions, I'm going to get into the reactions to the reactions. So starting with Miss Mava Amber Rose. She, you know, had a whole long, um, caption once the sentencing that Bill Cosby would be in jail for three to 10 years, um, based on one count of sexual misconduct. And she expressed that she wished that after his sentencing, the day he gets out, he dies. And a lot of people have been really upset about this. Um, there's also been other people who feel bad because he's an old man and, you know, people have reacted to them saying it doesn't matter. He did what he did. He deserves to pay, you know, things like that. I want to say to those who have been reacting to others' reactions in a opposition way, basically in a way opposing what the person's saying, and this goes this goes way past um, just the Bill Cosby um, case. It can go for anything going on in the world. Um... People are allowed to have their sentiments and their feelings. One person's feelings doesn't factualize the situation. Um, Meaning Amber feeling that some person should rot and they should die after serving their sentence. That is her feeling. And whether you agree with it or not, she still has the right to have those feelings. She shouldn't be being told you shouldn't say that because... She can say what she wants to say, just like everyone else has the right to say what they want to say. Um, But just because she feels that way doesn't mean that that's the only thing. That's the only right sentiment. (laughs) So her saying that doesn't then, you know... Puncture your opinions and your feelings to make it seem wrong. She's just saying what she feels. Um, I find that a lot, especially because social media, for some reason, has turned into a monster that people take um, one person's feelings and sentiments and opinions and whether they agree with that or not when they don't agree with their sentiments, it's sort of like they take it as a personal jab or they put themselves in that person's opinion as if that person was making that opinion with them in mind, if that makes any sense. I doubt Amber Rose wrote this caption with the people who were opposed in mind. She was coming off her own feelings. Who knows what, you know, she's been through. She may have reasons for doing that. A lot of people say things that I don't agree with. They call people things that I don't agree with. That doesn't mean because they say that I'm taking it personal. This is their opinion. Um, You know, it can go a lot of ways, you know, not just for the whole Bill Cosby thing. But again, it can go for, you know, I know recently Jesse Williams has released a promo shot for the Emmett Till documentary movie that he's doing based around Emmett Till's mom. And the photo that he released was like the Nike Kaepernick Um, promo shot the you know the black and white with the quote and this says just do it at the end so it basically had that same thing going on just with Emmett Till and a lot of people didn't like it and he came out you know released an apology which I have mixed feelings about that because for me I feel like if someone felt they did something and put something out and shared something with nothing but the greatest intentions someone's going to have something to say. No one is ever going to be pleased by anything you do. You will never have an 100% cheer rate for any decision you make. And while I don't personally feel any way about it, I wouldn't have preferred he do that, but that was his way he wanted to express something in his um, um, impending creation. You know, it's not made yet or anything, but that's what he wanted to do. And if you feel that it was, you know, what like people are saying like it was it was just um tone deaf or things like that if you feel that way then you're allotted to feel that way and you have every right to express those opinions I think that's the way how people express their opinions as if people's original opinions were shaped in order to piss the other person off and I think that's a selfish way to think because, you know, I even put it on my Twitter that, you know, the quote-unquote I said what I said Twitter, for some reason, seems to be the ones that like to tell people that they should say what, I, what they say. So I said what I said, and you should also say what I say, and that's not fair. Um, and people also don't owe you apologies. They don't, you know, if it's not genuine, if they didn't feel anything was wrong, people don't owe you apologies. And when they do give an apology, you can't shape how you want them to apologize. It's just too much control going on. And I don't know what, what (laughs) formulated to make the world seem as if, you know, their opinions have to be agreed upon by everyone. Or what you say has to be okay for everyone. It's never been that way. But for some reason, the importance that everyone is putting on social media these days, it seems as if somebody who you you like, they share their opinion without you in mind. And now you're, you know, my favorite piece of social media is a cancel culture because everyone feels like they have that right. But anyways, I just wanted to touch base on that. I'm not, I don't have any you know, true opinions on any of those topics. is just, I've been seeing a lot of reactions to those reactions and it confuses me because I'm, I'm not sure why people are internalizing other people's opinions unless they're speaking directly to you. I get being triggered and having something be connected to you. Um, Just like, you know, I share on my social media accounts, like, hey, you know, it really bothers me. And people generalize mental health and depression. Just because you have a roof over your head, you have clothes on your back, you have a job, doesn't mean that you have to be happy. That's not fair to people who have depression or experience depressions or have anxiety. It's not fair to generalize and say, you can only be depressed if this or if these things happen to you. So, I mean, if it personally... Oh, you know, bothers you. I'm always for people sharing their opinions. It's just weird to me that people want other people's opinions to be theirs, and that's not fair. But anyway, that was my unpopular opinion this week. I did want to um, make a small announcement. Well, not too small. Um, I came up with this idea based off of passion (laughs) and just, you know, wanting to do more. I, you know, for anybody who is too, is, you know, really familiar with me, I am one fourth of I'm Just Saying podcast. I do a segment on the Awakened Soul podcast. I have a website. Okay, so here's the thing.com. And while those things are great and they feed different parts of me, I wanted to do something else that... Or something in addition to those things, not something else entirely, um, that would feed another part of me. So that takes us to my new show that's going to be coming out very soon called Okay, So Listen. And okay, so listen is going to be all about music. I'm going to be sharing music. I'm going to be creating playlists um, for the listeners to listen to, to, you know, see what's going on out there. My biggest thing and what I've been known for is listening to songs and artists that a lot of people don't listen to, but they tend to like it. I've I've always been a researcher of music. Um, I like to dig deep. I sort of get lost in researching music, how people do with like YouTube videos. I kind of just find myself in this wormhole. And next thing you know, I end up in like Norwegian rap with like a French country undertone. I know that sounds very confusing, but <laughs> it's really good music. Um, each episode, I'll be doing different playlists that have different vibes um, and just be giving some information on the artists and the songs that I'll be playing. So, Please look out for my new show. Okay, so listen. Um, it should be coming soon, and thank you.
3: When is it the Job time commitment. But you know I need more than a habit. I need your consistency. Don't ask me to stay. Don't give me excuses. Just do what you say. Or you're gonna lose me. If I say I'm
1: I let that vibe play out. I, I, you know, I picked the song to transition and I'm not going to lie. Like while I'm mixing and editing the podcast, I was vibing a little bit. So that's why you got the longer transition music. Hope you guys didn't mind. Um, but nonetheless, it's your boy CEO. Hayes back. Um, you know, I, and after Shani's segment, I usually throw in some of my own thoughts. Um, about what she talked about this time, I'm not going to because I feel you know Shanice. The thing with with Shanice's unpopular opinion is that I feel like it's grown and grown and grown and grown, and Shanice is just she's dope and she she brings your opinion unapologetically. Quite often, and you know, I I need you guys to give her more feedback. I need you guys to I don't know if I need to create a poll afterwards with every episode so you guys can interact a little bit more. But Shanice is putting in some work, and you know, on top of already doing her website, she has the I'm Just Saying podcast with her friends like her she's taking out a lot of time to add this unpopular opinion. So please, like I said, whatever you can do, whether even if it's just giving her a shout out, telling her the, the segment was dope. I need you guys to do that. I really do. I would appreciate it. Um because she like I said she puts in a lot of work. But it's time to get into uh where I let my hair down a little bit, my beard hair down a little bit, and I get into the stupid idiots of the week. These stupid idiots this week Pretty goddamn idiotic, I will say myself. So we're going to get into the intro music for that. I'll see you guys on the other side.
4: You are so dumb. You are really dumb. For real. All
1: right, so let me set the mood here. So imagine that you're at a church event um, in Georgia and you went and you buy some brownies. You eat this brownie and you start feeling a little weird. Well, that definitely could have happened at <laughs> at uh, this local church in Savannah, Georgia, where two young ladies were selling edibles at this church event. Um, and it's funny because two cops bought uh, edibles from them under the suspicion that they were indeed selling marijuana-infused products. And uh, it looks like they were selling cereal treats, brownies, and puddings, all infused with marijuana. And these two ladies were arrested. They also found more edibles in their car, as well as $1,000 in cash. So, you know, I mean, edibles are a way of life. I completely, completely understand. But when you're at a church fundraiser selling edibles, ma'am's, You definitely are the stupid idiot of the week, young ladies. Definitely. Definitely. Um, We're going to go ahead and move over to the next set of stupid idiots. Um, So, uh, you know, again, we're going to we're going to set the mood a little bit. You know how there's always pranks that are pulled in high school. So in this high school in Southern California, students were given T-shirts with letters to spell out approved words. Can you imagine where this goes? Well, the children decided, well, some of the kids decided that they were going to line up and spell nigger and faggot. And I don't really know who to give the stupid idiot of the week to. In one sense, I want to give it to the students. Um, So they definitely get the
3: stupid idiot
1: of the week. But at the same time, the, the schools have to think sometimes and when you're dealing with immature people, which kids are, they're immature, and you give them shirts, all t-shirts with letters on them to spell out things, you should expect a little bit that there's a chance they may gang up and decide to spell out some inappropriate words. Just saying. So definitely the school district in this case definitely gets the of the week as well. And to all of our stupid idiots this week,
4: I didn't call you idiots. I call you stupid idiots. All right.
1: So that was a nice, quick stupid idiot of the week segment. We are now going to get into the petty news from the very own, the one and only Scoop Grady. I will see you guys on the other side of this.
4: Okay. we recording. All right, cool. What up, everybody? You already know who it is. The one and only Scoop Grady once again with the Petty News Report. Thank you all for tuning in, y'all. I hope everybody's having a great day. We got a lot to talk about, as always, so let's get right into it. Cardi B will surrender to the New York police over a strip club fight. Cardi B will be hit with a charge for allegedly attacking two bartenders at a strip club in Queens, New York. It was said that she attacked both of the bartenders because Offset might have slept with one of them. Okay, so we back to the offset situation. Now, I really think Cardi B just needs to leave this dude alone now because she probably been in more fights than she ever have messing with this dude, and it don't make sense that this dude's name continues to get brought up with women. You know what I'm saying? So I think the way, Car- the way Cardi B' career is right now, the way she is the top female in the game right now, the way she has got the popularity, she got everything going for herself, she don't need no more BS from the nonsense. She don't even need to be fighting no more. She needs to have somebody take care of the back. For she need to let offset go. Offset, oh wait a minute, must be the offset call. I think you he heard what I said, or you he ran around her somewhere. Um, <clears throat> we're we gonna move on on that one, yeah. Milkshake lady herself, Khaleesi, is in the news once again. She has to pay her nanny seventeen thousand after firing her and leaving her stranded in London. How Tway who the hell does that? It ain't like you left this lady in San Francisco or Dallas, Texas or Washington, D.C. You left this lady stranded in London. Really, please Now, I don't know much about nannies. but I'm pretty sure you help with the kids, get them dressed to go to whatever place they go to, and then you gotta make sure that the food is ready on the table. So I'm pretty sure that's what she was doing. It was said things went south, when Khalees missed a few payments and then fired her when they were in London. She didn't even have a plane ticket to get home or anything and left her stranded in London and had to scramble up money to get a plane ticket First of all How do you don't have money Now I understand You know you falling back On Khalees to take care of you Or whatever But no 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 I don't care if you're a man Woman or whatever You should have at least A little bit of money Stashed away Just in case For a rainy day like this Nah You lucky you found the money uh, Nanny But I mean Khalees you filed for that You need some more Milkshake ingredients In your system But yet, yeah, Why don't you go call Nas I mean you trying to get out This money anyway Boom Moving on to the next one to all you reality fans out there, Housewives of Atlanta is just posted a video stating that they own the way, y'all. Bravo Television, Housewives of Atlanta is coming out. They got more pregnant women, more drama, and more idiotic, crazy women. But we love them, though. From looking at the video, it like somebody got pregnant for all the wrong reasons. I ain't going to say nobody's name. Porsche. <clears throat> but uh, we're going to make sure y'all tune in to the show and find out who I'm talking about. And last but not least, Lil Wayne dropped the Carter five. I ain't gonna lie. I'm kind of happy that he got out of the situation he is with Baby and everything. He was able to drop the quarter five. But now that I listen to it, I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, it started off very good. I was feeling it then it just got watered down. Went down the drain Went down the river I would give the album A 7 out of 10 You know Just for the simple fact You had this album On the shelf For 5 years You told me you couldn't Blossom it Polish it up Or something You couldn't I don't know Wayne I feel like you was Trying to be too many different people in this album. I don't think I wanted the, the, the Wayne from Dedication 2, from the Drought, from the quarter 1, 2, and possibly 3, but I didn't get uh I didn't get all of it. I got a little bit, you know, but thank you, Wayne, for dropping the quarter 5. And last but not least, y'all, petty question of the week. And this is a question that I need answers to. The world needs answers to. Awakened soul needs answers to. That's right. And the question is. What do you do if somebody tells you they don't want to be in a relationship with you, but y'all live together and y'all do couple things? What do you do? Please comment on the Wake of Soul podcast or even comment on the Inside Scoop on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook and tell me your answers and we'll talk about it on the next show. And that is all we have for the petty news. Thank you all for tuning in. Y'all be cool and don't be fake out here. All right,
1: so that was the petty news from Scoop Grady himself. It is now time to get into uh, the discussion. Uh, portion of this week's podcast and that is featuring sydney from good girls behaving badly so we're going to get into some brief intro music and then that will play and after that i will send you guys farewell so we'll get into that intro music stars right about now and then it's going to be me and sydney from good girls behaving badly i'll see you guys
3: there You'd never ever break down But here I am sweeping pieces off of the ground You said you'd never ever play to crowds But I've seen you hoping to play songs to him now
1: Well, ladies and gentlemen, we have a guest, you know, I always like to do something special when I have a first time guest on. Um, But enough of that, I'm not going to preface it too much, but we have Miss Sydney herself from Girls Behaving Badly. How are you doing? I'm good, how are you i'm I'm blessed. I can't complain too much. I mean, even if I did, who would listen but i'm I'm good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we would listen <laughs>
1: <laughs> so before we before we hop into any any of the topics that we have today, which are all pretty. They're fun topics. I'm, I'm looking forward to talking, talking about them. But I have to ask you, are you excited for the Carter five to drop tonight? Are you staying up to listen to the Carter five or you just don't care? I care, but I'm not going to stay up to listen. I'll probably listen to <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> I'll definitely you be staying saying, up. Okay. I am. I am. Lil Wayne is one of those people where even though I haven't liked like his last two or three albums, I feel like Little Wayne's. Music has grown with me because I've literally been listening to his music since I've been like 10. So I have a weird like connection with Lil Wayne's music. So I always have to listen. Plus, I have a hip hop podcast, so I kind of have to listen to it. That's true. <laughs> so, you know, it is what it is. But, uh, <laughs> so, uh. But just as an icebreaker, before we we get into it, um, tell us a little bit about you, your podcast. Just introduce the the listeners for those who may not already know you. Um, of my podcast, let, let's let's get to know a little bit about about Sydney.
0: Okay. Um. Well, like you said, I'm Sydney. I live in Baltimore. Um, I have a podcast called Good Girls Behaving Badly that I do with my best friend. we best friends so um, as you can imagine it's almost just like we're having a regular conversation um, every day on our show. Um, I work in marketing and I think those are the
1: highlights. <laughs> Alright, that's what's up. How long, how, how long have you been doing your podcast?
0: Um, about well, two years, but we had a radio show in college that we had for three and a half years. Um, and it was like a one and a half year break in between the two. Um, so just two years doing the podcast exclusively.
1: Okay. Okay. What's been your biggest challenge you doing the podcast?
0: Um, hmm. Biggest challenge? I wouldn't say that we thought of well. Um, and I feel like it's just because. We worked through most of our challenges when we were doing the radio show. So, like, figuring out scheduling, figuring out um, the flow of our show, figuring out who's going to do rope. Well. We kind of wrote out out previously, so when we started doing the podcast, it was kind of like getting back in the groove of things. So we haven't had any, like, hiccups or anything thus far. Okay,
1: that's what's up. Be two years in, and I have any hiccups. I mean, and then you were doing the radio show before then, so that that all makes sense. That's what's up. Yeah. That's what's up. So, any anyone who's listening, because everybody always asks me because I I have I have three podcasts, and they're like, how how do you do? Three weekly podcasts and never run out of content. And I'm just like, look, that, look, all you got to do is pay attention to what crazy people are doing. You'll never there's so much content out there. You'll never run out of it. And even just yeah. doing a weekly podcast, it, you should never run out of content for doing a podcast. I just I just don't feel it's possible. If you are, then you're just not paying attention.
0: Yeah, I noticed, like, the people, and I guess this kind of does happen to me sometimes, too, but what I notice is a lot of times people try not to talk about what's happening in the world and try not to talk about pop culture because they feel like everybody already does that. But, I mean, everyone has their own opinion and their own experiences, so sometimes you do want to hear different people's opinion about the same situation, so—
1: exactly exactly no well some people do have the same opinions but everyone has a different way of, pre- of presenting it and so i think right. that, that like i that's one of the things i always get is that i usually have unique takes and it's not because i set out to have a, a unique or different take i just i just look at stuff differently sometimes i guess so hey mm-hmm. if people find it entertaining then more power to them right so um yeah. So are you, are you ready to get into the topics? Because we have we have one in there that I know is going to be pretty funny, but the rest of these are pretty heavy. So are you ready to jump into this? Yeah, I'm ready. righty. So the first one is Bill Cosby. And so I want to know the whole Bill Cosby verdict. Um, do you feel like it was fair? What do you think about the outpouring on social media um, as of late? where it's like some people are defending him. I, I for one, personally, I can't ever get behind defending a rapist, no matter who else hasn't been prosecuted or not. Like, okay, let's put our energy into getting those people prosecuted. But to say that Bill Cosby shouldn't have been because other people haven't been yet, that I don't don't feel that way. But how do you feel about it?
0: My sentiments are pretty much the same. I do feel like um, his sentencing was fair, but it is annoying to see so many people now posting memes about why is he getting sentenced and all these other people haven't went a lot of these other people for when haven't gone to trial yet and two just because other people haven't been punished doesn't mean that he shouldn't be punished too like that logically doesn't make sense um so just seeing that argument over and over it's like i had to exit instagram a couple of times because I'm like all these people friends, and I don't think that they understand it. So I'm just like I'm going to leave it alone. <laughs> yeah,
1: I kind of feel like it's like the adult version of like you know how people did in elementary school. Like I know you are but what am I? It's kind of like that. It's like come on now. Like the dude got convicted rightfully so like all the people came forward and then once i started seeing like the free bill cosby shirts i'm like look i'm done i'm not even having any more conversations on social media about it because it's just like look I, if, if that's your stance we we don't even need to talk about it like there's no point in it for real
0: exactly exactly that's the same like as soon as i see that i'm just like yeah i'm not going to be this conversation with people it's embarrassing like for trying to like have that conversation with so many people it's just like like, this is no longer worth my energy so i'm just not going to do it
1: <laughs> yeah I, I guess we're pretty much the same on that um did you see the report you know of of his first day in jail him getting hit with a uh, um and i don't mean to laugh cuz it's not funny that somebody uh, threw something at him but it was like a um a hot dog bun a stale hot dog yeah. bun did you see that yeah, that's crazy i
0: heard that but i didn't know if it was actually true or not like how quickly does that information
1: get out to the public? I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I mean, as of right now, you know, this will be released on Sunday. So we'll pull the curtain back a little bit, We're recording this on Thursday night. So, you know, if it comes out that it, that it's, that it was false or a hoax, then alright, but it's just, it's just wild that if that did happen already, it's like, really? Come on now, who's who's throwing a hot dog bun of all things at this old man? But, hey, shit happens.
0: And people were, like, posting his mugshot like he looks so sad. Like, he he's supposed to look sad. What do you think he's supposed to be happy? Like, I don't understand how people think a mugshot is supposed to look. Like, he's supposed to not be happy, but that's premise. That's
1: the whole point. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, nobody's supposed to be happy about going to jail for 3 plus years. Like it's, Right. If 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 he was smiling in that picture, then I would I, I would definitely say he should have get an extra couple years tacked on if he's smiling in the mugshot because then he just thinks he got off Scot free like.
0: Exactly.
1: So the the we talked about some of the craziness, but one of the more legit arguments are is that the man is towards the end of his life. And even in the release of him being sentenced, it did say that, you know, he's only where he is now Um, while they assess his health and figure out where they're going to place him permanently. Do you think that his health should be taken into consideration at all as far as like maybe he should be sent to a, a less strenuous prison or maybe get less time because of that? Or do you feel like he did the crime regardless of that? He, he needs to do it.
0: Well, I want to say that he did the crime, so regardless, he needs to do it. However, I know that not even just for him, but, for you know, this, that's regular practice. They always assess someone's health when they're determining where to keep them and it may not be old age it could be you know if they have diabetes or if they are an amputee like they assess their health and where they're going to keep them nobrily so that's normal procedure but i would prefer that he just stay where he's at for three plus years
1: yeah yeah i i i, I don't know and i don't mean to be cold-hearted i understand like the the humane side of me is like okay he is an old man i can understand that but at the end of the day you did the crime so uh i know if i personally went to jail nobody would care about my health so
0: right right um
1: so yeah i I guess my feelings on that are a little cutthroat but oh well um
0: (laughs) i mean because the only reason people care about his health is because they still associate with him him with if there was any other older man that did all the stuff and was actually convicted of at least one, th- people wouldn't feel this way. Like, they would be like, yes, yeah, throw him in a cell and leave him there. So the only reason they want him to get out early because of his health is it, because of who he is.
1: That's a 100% fact, and you know, I don't think he should get preferential treatment because of a role he played. And that that's, that goes into another thing. A lot of people aren't able to separate the role he played as Dr. Huxtable from from the guy. And I think that, you know, a lot of people with celebrities, they start feeling personal attachments through their roles or through their music. And that's all fine. But and I always say this to people, it's like, why idolize someone that no matter what, no matter what social media, which wasn't around Bill Cosby was was at his heights, but we still only see a fraction of celebrities' lives, so we really don't know them. So, right. yeah, I, I don't want—I don't want to hear none of the Doctor Huxtable stuff personally.
0: Right, and like even for around for you know, the wrong hand he would make dirty jokes or you know backhanded comp um compliments and things like that all the time. So, like you said, we don't really know who he was as a person. And yes, you can be a terrible person and still have a lot of good charitable efforts. Right? So,
1: exactly, and there are a lot of shades of of different sh- shades with people. Like no, no, a lot of people aren't completely evil. Like even even Ted Bundy wasn't completely evil. Like so. Right. It's it's to to act like people who do very bad things don't also do some good things is is crazy. They they do like a lot of times it may be to cover up what they're doing behind the scenes, but nonetheless, mm-hmm. like the facts are, he did it. So I I, I really don't have any sympathy there. Um, right. Anything left to say on Bill Cosby before we move on? No, I think
0: that was
1: all. All right. I think we I think we got that one pretty covered. So the next one I I sent you an article um about a teacher in South Carolina who use grades to coerce a student into sex and the student and um, his mother are actually suing the school district mm-hmm. for negligence. Um, what were you, what were your thoughts off first reading this?
0: Well, about teacher, well, It's like every year there's a story with a teacher that, um, you know, had sex or, you know, kind of took advantage of a student, whether or not the student said they consented. And to me, that's just sad because of all, people are some of the most influential people on, in, you know, kids' lives. Like, they spend so much time with them. They're teaching them, like, all of these other things. And so it's sad to me that someone in that position of, you know, power and influence would use it in that manner. Like, that's the first thing to
1: Yeah, and yeah. It's, it's, it's one of those things where it's like... Um, and the teacher was twenty seven years old. The student was seventeen. And if it was a man in that situation, I think that this story would be even more publicized. And that's one of the things that I feel like, as a culture, um, mm-hmm. we kind of we kind of quickly get past when it's males who are victimized by women, especially yeah. younger males. And that's why I wanted to talk about about this subject in, in this segment with you, is because it's like. It, here it is right here. We have to stop ignoring it. And I'm, I'm glad that at least the story is getting as much publicity as what it is. I think it should be getting more. But uh, mm-hmm. it's stuff like this. Like you said, every year, this this it, multiple times a year, if you really look for it, it just doesn't blow up as right. big. And so that right. that's an, a whole nother issue. I have sons and daughters. So I, I worry about stuff on both sides. So like when I see stuff like this, it definitely gets a reaction out of me. Right.
0: And I, I know it said that she's already been arrested, but I just i want. I wonder you know what training or what um safeguards are going to play into the school system to make sure that stuff like this isn't happening and to make sure that um students do feel comfortable enough to you know speak up when something like this begins so that it can end immediately and can you know get the teacher out of there sooner or later. so. I always hope something is being done to earn a bigger scale for, you know, so you solve the
1: issue. Yeah, absolutely. I think that we, I, I just want all victims to get the same level of attention and treatment that they need um, and, and to make comfortable, to make comfortable to speak out on it because, you know, I, a 17-year-old kid, there are a lot of people who would be like, he's 17, he knew what he was doing. Like, no, the kid, she still had a position of power over him, and he even says in the article, she lowered his grade from a 98 to to 89 when he refused her once. Like, right. that, that that's thats thats just completely dirtbag me.
0: Right, because I was looking on social media just to see what some people were saying about it, and some people were like, oh, the Uber concert is 16, he's fine. I'm like, no, like, just because they're over the age of consent doesn't make this okay. You could have been 21 or older and that's still not okay. Like it could have been a professor in college and you could have been grown or yeah. and it's still not repaid for this
1: Yeah. And it's, it's disgusting. And you know, I'm I'm glad that you share that opinion, I but it's something that I definitely wanted to talk about. Cause it's, it's crazy. Like it's, it's just crazy. And then like how people are so quick to, to turn away when it's a male and they're past a certain age. Like, that, that power of control, like if they, if it was a job, if it was, like you said, a college student, it's all it's it's wrong. Either way, I, the age doesn't matter.
0: Right. Exactly.
1: All right. So anything left on that topic?
0: No, that
1: was all. All righty. So the next one we're and we're not going to stay heavy. We're going to actually ease up a little bit into the, coming into this next topic. And this was one just because I see it, the conversations happening so much on Twitter. Um, gray Sweatpants is it wrong for a man to wear gray sweat pants in public?
0: Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see the issue. Like their pants, um, they could be revealing just like leggings could be on a room. And like women are to them in public. So, uh, gosh, it's not wearing gray sweat pants. out Thank
1: you. I'm a, I'm, I, I need to insert a round of applause right here. Cause thank you. <laughs> Cause like when I see these posts and women are like, well, my man can't wear gray sweat pants in public. Like,
0: like, what? Really? Come on
1: now. That doesn't make it's any sense. It's
0: not that deep. <laughs> like, is, is
1: it that serious? Is it really that serious? Um, and
0: are you that worried about other people looking at influencing your relationship? Then there's a bigger problem.
1: Exactly. There's a bigger trust issue there than, than the pants. Like, like <laughs> the, the the pants is just something that you're focusing in one of your insecurities or, or issues on. It's not the pants themselves.
0: Right, because if it's not sweatpants, next is going to be basketball shorts and, like, it's just gonna be more and more things where it's like obviously there's another issue going on and you need to figure that out and let the man <laughs>
1: <laughs> Flourish, man. Let that man flourish. That's all I can say, man.
0: <laughs> right.
1: That's all I can say. People you gotta let people be them. Um, well, I mean, we we handled those topics pretty well. I would have added like three or four more had I known we would have just knocked those out like we did.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Well, just to add to the great um, sweatpants, has have you ever been in a relationship where someone tried to control what you wore?
1: <sighs> I can't say that I have. I I I, I can't say that I have.
0: I'm because you know, like especially now, it's kind of trending for like girls not to wear bras or whatever. And I've been in a relationship where he was like, you can never go out the house like that. Like if you go out the house like that, we're done. So I mean, it happens in relationships all the time. But I do think that's a slightly different because you're literally like not wearing undergarments. But at the same time, it's like you trying to control your partner's clothing. What does that actually say about your relationship?
1: That is very, very true. Um, so how how did you respond in that situation?
0: Well, I. I would never probably, well, it depends on the outfit, to be honest, but I wouldn't do that on a regular day anyways. But I also told him, like, if I'm doing it because I'm comfortable doing it, and, like, we can have a conversation with everyone house, but that does not mean that I'm still not going to do it. I'm just, I'm respecting you enough to give you the conversation, but that doesn't mean that I have to listen to everything that you tell me to do.
1: Yeah, and I think that that goes both ways. And a lot of people so, so many times get caught up in the fact that, well, I'm your significant other. And so if you respect me, that means you're going to basically just do what I say. And it, it goes both ways. Right. If, you, if you trust me, then you will allow me to be me too. Like you wouldn't want to, I, I never really understand the thing of controlling someone because when you, when you, you take away what, I would think attract you to them if you try to like paint someone in a box of just what you want them to be like, this isn't Mr. Potato Head. This isn't playing with dolls. Like you don't get to create somebody you get to enjoy who they are and hopefully grow together, but you don't get to like, I don't know that uh, maybe I'm just weird like that though.
0: No, but so many people going into relationships with that. they feel like they can control the other person or they can tell them what to do instead of it being Okay, I can share my opinion and we can have a conversation about it and then, you know, come to a compromise or make a decision from there. But it's never going to be. You can just tell me what to do because I'm not your child. And even with your children, after a certain point, you're going to start speaking back, too.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's a fact. And I'm getting to that point. My oldest is 12 and I'm just looking at him like, I wish you would. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. And he's 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 12 and he's already like 55 145 pounds, Not a look of fat on him. And I'm just You're looking at him like I'm I'm
3: me.
1: I'm like I'm waiting. I'm waiting for you to try to test me. But look, he's a really good kid. He's like the perfect kid. So I don't I don't have anything to worry about with him. But my youngest son, he's 5 and I already know by the time he's 12, I'm going to knock him out a couple of times. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so yeah, but uh, that's just a side note. Well, Sydney, I, I definitely appreciate you taking time. I know we talked about we set this up a, a little while ago, so I appreciate you taking time out to, to hop on my little podcast. It's my
3: little podcast. i bet would be here.
1: So tell the people where they can find you and, and listen to your wonderful podcast.
0: Um, so you can find Good Girls Behaving Badly on Spotify, SoundCloud iTunes. You can find badly. Um, from there you can also get to my personal Instagram, which is Tale of Two Cities. Um, and yeah, I think those are all the places that I can be found.
1: <laughs> well that's what's up. Definitely check her out. Um, you guys already know where you can find me. So we're gonna go ahead and say peace for the night. And uh hopefully Sydney will come back one day.
3: Of <laughs> all right.
1: All right, that has been episode 69 of The Awakened Soul. You guys know where you can follow me, at CEO Hayes. You can follow the podcast at Awakened Soul Pod or at The Awakened Soul Pod, just depending on what social media platform you're looking for us on. Send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, The Awakened Soul Pod at gmail.com. I look forward to talking, seeing, interacting with you guys next week. Uh, Until then, this is adios.
3: Peace.